Well, well, well. Every time I see your face, it makes me smile. I was like in a bad mood, but then as soon as I answer your FaceTime, it's like, I can't be mad at anything. You were in a bad mood? What happened? (laughs) What's the drama? Yeah, well, I just... This is literally sounding like the start of a FaceTime. No, I just have had a lot of anxiety lately. I think I haven't been working out enough. That happens to me. Honestly, same, bro. I don't know why I just said bro. So not sitting pretty. (laughs) So not sitting pretty. Like, you literally feel like we're just on a FaceTime right now because that's how we talk to each other when we're not recording. The way that we talk to each other on text versus, like, in person is so different. We're so nice to each other. I'm like, good morning, princess. Yes, literally. You call me princess, angel, sister, girl. And then when we talk to each other, like, on in person, we're like, bro. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, we start cussing, like, oh my gosh. It wouldn't feel as genuine if we weren't able to talk to each other so casually. But it's so much better to, like, open up your phone and receive a message that starts with, like, hi, angel. Yeah, well, that's why we do it, to, like, make each other feel good. I took your advice. I've had my tax notifications off since I got here. Update, I'm in Costa Rica, but Kendall always has told me to turn my tax notifications off, which when I'm at work, that's irresponsible. So now that I'm on vacation, I have no one I really need to tend to immediately. That's the D&D lifestyle right there. I'm definitely on D&D right now. Notifications off. I have all notifications off on my phone. Like if you tap my phone at any time... It's just my vision board. So nothing is blocking my vision board. Nothing's blocking the visions, which is coming to life, by the way. Your vision board's coming to life? I've had multiple moments where I'm like, this is from my vision board. This is actually happening. Wow. I have so much to tell you. I'm trying to figure out what I want to divulge to the pod. I mean, since we spoke last, I turned 27. My birthday was a week ago. Happy birthday. I wish we would have been together. Well, you looked like you had a fun time in Aspen. I'm not worried. Honestly, it worked out so well. It was like the epitome of not trying to over control a situation. Like clearly I was meant to spend my birthday in Aspen because every other plan wasn't really working out. I had a really great time. My boss asked me to stay longer and he knew that it was over my birthday weekend. So he was trying to overcompensate and make up for that. My boss is pretty cool. So they have all the like fun hookups in Aspen. He got me into another concert at Belly Up, then got me a table at a nightclub. That's so nice. I know. And then he got me into Snow Lodge, the concert the day of my birthday. I went on a sushi dinner date with a guy I met that I told you about. I hung out with him all weekend. He was like the main reason I honestly had a good birthday because I like felt somewhat of a connection to someone there. Yeah. And of course with a boy that I'm like physically attracted to, it makes it that much more fun. And I kind of think like he came into my life maybe solely for that reason. I don't know. I kind of think that the way we met was so unique and the timing of everything was so special that I think it was honestly to give me a really fun birthday weekend. So I don't even know where I'm going with this, but basically I just went out so much in Aspen. I can't even remember the last time I partied that hard. I partied like five nights in a row. I was on some freaking like make-believe like rainbow cloud. And I was in Aspen looking so cute. I loved my outfits. I like slayed my birthday outfit so hard. The boy I was with, we were like making out and kissing and like dancing on tables. This sounds like a movie. It was a really great birthday for the situation that I was dealt. I like made the most of it in every single way I could. Things just work out the way they're supposed to. 
this is where I'm supposed to be. So I did sneak him in to my boss's house twice, which was so sethy of me. We had three sleepovers in a row at his place. I kind of was like, I want to wake up like in my nice room in my bed on my birthday. But I was really living my best life. I'm like, you really can't complain about anything. And yeah, I mean, it was so annoying though, because I kind of started to catch feelings in like a bad way. I get attached quickly and I know that's like something I need to work on. I think I just get overexcited about people and things, but I'm fine. I think I just like was caught up in the moment. When you meet someone in a situation that's like not real life, what's going on between you and that person feels like even better. You kind of like over romanticize like what it could be. I think I was just like getting carried away because it was easy to do in that kind of setting. So that was kind of my birthday weekend. I went to New York for a night and then came straight here. I've been here for like a few days now. I was dying to be back in the sun. All I wanted for my birthday was sunshine and the ocean and to try and surf and healthy food. Costa Rica is the perfect place for that. Dude, the UV was 12 Oh my, no wonder you got sunburned. I couldn't even go surfing today because I was in so much pain. I canceled going to yoga because I could barely move. I'm here for a few more days, just trying to soak it all up. I'm just excited to catch up with you. I feel like our FaceTimes have felt more spread out recently. Well, yeah, it's been another 10 days because we're recording late again. I've had the craziest week. My week was crazy too. We just couldn't find the right time to align. I mean, it's really hard to find time to align and that's why we always end up recording at night and it's friday night and like people are asking me like oh like what are you doing tonight like friday and i'm like i'm recording a podcast like and now it's saturday night and like my my saturday night plans is recording a podcast but that's just how it is neither of us have a concept of like weekends versus weekdays with what our jobs are so that's just how it is sometimes but i'm also sunburnt are you Yes. From what? I was laying out in Malibu yesterday. Oh, were you doing a bikini shoot? I think we need to rewind because this week has been so crazy. So basically the whole center of my week was this one photo shoot. And the photo shoot started at 5 a.m., which means I had to be in hair and makeup at 2.30 a.m., which is actually unheard of. And the reason why I was so early is because it was a live masterclass that was airing in Ukraine. Their time zone's like the opposite of us. So like it was obviously really good money and I just love doing shoots. So I was like, I was into it. It was like exciting, but I wanted to sleep over up in LA the night before. And I slept at this guy's house that I've been talking to, but I'm not going to disclose his name. Maybe in the future. It's such a big part of my life and like all the cool things I've been doing. So I want to say like, I'm talking to this guy. Yeah, that's so normal. You got broken up with. I, I just, I'm trying to live my most honest self and like have the least amount of lies and, and, hiding things in my life as possible so i'm like okay whatever i don't care and also it's it's pretty obvious on social media that i'm like dating i was in Cabo for valentine's day like this guy i've been talking to lives in malibu i was at his house yesterday so i went to my photo shoot when i got back to his place and i was planning on driving home to san diego but i was so sleep deprived like do you ever get so sleep deprived that like you just start seeing like black you like you start to lose vision like that's how i was so i was like i was like i actually need to i need to take a nap at, at this guy's house before i drive home so i got in a bikini and i laid out at his house and took my nap in the sun and he has a view of the water and it just was so gorgeous it was like in the 70s, but when you're out in the sun and it's like 70s, it feels like so warm. 
honestly ended up turning out into a great day because I just napped in the sun all day. Like you couldn't ask for a more relaxing day than that. I did get a sunburn because I was laying out there for so long. It's definitely not as bad as yours because the UV was only like four. If we put our butts next to each other, mine would be like a baby pink and yours would probably be like lobster red. I have to like brace myself when I go pee with my hands like on the toilet seat. (laughs) So bad. Okay, so you napped in the sun. So do you not even go home yesterday when you were like, I have the longest drive home. I'm not going to be home till late. I didn't want to spend the night again. It just puts me behind schedule when I spend the night up there because then I'm out of my routine. I'm not working out. Like I'm like re-wearing the same clothes. Like you know how how it is sometimes when you're like sleeping over at a friend's house or something. It's like. Okay. So after you got back from Cabo, you've just been home in your routine and then you just had this big photo shoot this week. Kind of. So that big photo shoot, they wanted to trial me a few days before. So I had to drive up to LA twice in one week, which is so much for me because when you drive there and back, it's like six hours of driving. It just is a lot for me. I feel like I haven't been able to like get back into my routine. I haven't been like working out as much as I like to. I don't know. I just feel like I have this double life up in LA that I like can't keep up with. Yeah, you fully have a double life in LA. It's so funny. I know. I like need to move up there or at least move to Orange County because it's just so far away. So I've like set a boundary with myself that I only want to go up there once a week. But then sometimes it turns into twice a week because if someone offers me for like a paid photo shoot, I want to say yes. But then also, like, this guy wants to hang out with me, like, more than that. How are things between you and this guy? This could be off pod. I don't even know how to loop this back in because everything you just said I have to cut out. But I have to tell you either way because I was like, I'm forgetting to tell her something. Right now, I'm exchanging kisses for free surf lessons. Last time I was in Costa Rica, I was here with a boy who was paying for everything. So it's obviously a very different experience when I'm, like, Okay, that costs 100 bucks. Okay, that costs 50 bucks. Like, I'm not overthinking everything. I'm kind of just like, yeah, sure. Like, I have the money to spend. So I'm trying to enjoy myself and not nickel and dime myself, obviously, because that's like not fun. But it's obviously something to be like somewhat cautious of because it's my money. But, anyways, the surf lessons here in this town are by far more expensive for whatever reason. I think. Nosara, which is where I am, is has been compared to like the Montauk of the East Coast. And Montauk is like a very bougie East Coast surf town. It's like next to the Hamptons. And so that's kind of how this surf town is in Costa Rica. Nothing here is cheap. And the surf lessons for one hour are $100. Whatever. I'm like, okay, I'm going to book my lesson and just like see how it goes and go from there I'm like okay I'll be back in 20 minutes so I come back and on my way back I was ATVing with Irene I'm gonna make my surf coach fall in love with me so I can get free surf lessons just watch and I told her about what happened with my last surf coach and I just had a feeling that like it was gonna be that easy I knew that the investment of the hundred dollars up front was gonna be was gonna be worth it he was just gonna be him and I. I was doing a private intermediate surf lesson I think he was a little bit more excited because obviously teaching someone who's like a very very early beginner is like kind of annoying, probably and boring. Five minutes into my surf lesson, he's like fully trying to kiss me. And I like, shut the up. This is too good. Can't even make it up. It was that easy. I don't even know what I did. I was just being me. It's so funny because when you're surfing, you're in like your most raw self. My hair is fucking everywhere. Like you're swallowing water, you're falling. And he's totally trying to turn his charm on. He just starts calling me 
my love, my baby, me princessa. <laughs> it was like comical. So it was just like funny. I just couldn't stop laughing. Also because I like manifested that this would happen. So I like brought it on myself. And I mean, he's cute enough to like flirt back with. I'll kiss anyone. Like it's a kiss, whatever. Like if I have to make out with this surf coach so I can get like free surf lessons all week, fine. I'll exchange a kiss for a lot of things. I mean, he's a professional surfer. There was a national Costa Rican surf competition today. He's a really good surfer. He's got a great body. He's like funny, outgoing. I mean, again, he's not like my type, but it's not like having to like flirt back with some like freak. So when I'm in these situations, I kind of just like have this like out of body experience where I'm like, I am not here, but like someone else is and like someone else is like kissing him and not like me. Is it like a coping mechanism? I think I use it as a coping mechanism when I'm like doing something that I don't really want to do, but I'm like okay enough with. It's weird. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if you've ever been in like a situation like that. Have I ever been in a situation like that, girl? (laughs) Bro, I know exactly what you're fucking talking about. It's an out-of-body experience. My soul leaves my body. It's really an out-of-body experience. You detach. Your physical body is kissing him, but not your soul. That's kind of how I felt. And I, my physical self is here, like, kissing this person. But, like, I am not here. Like, this is not, like, it's not my heart. It's not my soul that's, like, kissing him back. This kiss is, like, a transactional kiss that, like, my physical self is, like, doing for me. It's such a weird feeling. And I realize I just, like, laugh so much when I don't know how else to respond. Like, I know a lot of people laugh when they feel uncomfortable. And I don't usually think that that's, like, how I would describe myself on a day-to-day. But, like, he just kept saying all these things and flirting so hard with me. And I just, like, didn't know what to do. So I just, like, laughed. I don't know. Or I would, like, fall off my surfboard on purpose and, like, go under the water and, like, swim away. Like, a little girl. Moral of the story is I got my surf coach to fall in love with me. And, like, he is so in love that he's been, like, blowing me up. I was like, if I'm going to kiss you, like, I want free surf lessons. I said, you get to kiss me. That's worth it for you to teach me for free. And he said, yes, my love. I love you. And I would like to teach you in the best way. Did I love you? Shut the fuck up. And oh my gosh, it was so funny because when we first met, he's like, what's your name? And I was like, Cassie. And we were on the beach, right? He like forgot my name. And then we got to the beach and he's like, tell me your name again. I was like, Cassie. And he's like, oh, Cassie baby. Actually, yes, that is my name. And then I like wrote it in the sand for him. It's like, that's my Instagram handle. And he was like, so then he was like calling me Cassie baby. I swear he was just more focused on making out with me than teaching me surfing. And at one point I was like, okay, we need to like surf now. This is so funny. I mean, luckily he's a good kisser. So it's like not the worst thing ever. I love this story. So that was the other story I had to tell you because I was thinking about you because my other surf coach fell in love with me. And I'm like, is this just just like happens? Like, is this why these guys like teach surfing? They just like kiss every like American girl or is it just me? He talks to me so funny. I'm like surfing tomorrow. And he's like, yes, my love with all the pleasure, my princess. Shut up. This is amazing. This is that kind of expectation I need like from all men. Yeah, bro. But that's not how it is. Every relationship is yin and yang. Half positive, half negative. Other thing I had to tell you that was exciting that happened in the last few days is I started getting my Coachella outfits here because I had this one unreal store that I actually saw in Santa Teresa a couple months ago. And I remember sending you a picture and shopping in October for Coachella felt ambitious. 
But now I'm like, okay, it's almost crunch time. It's like in two months. So like kind of got to start working on it. So I got some pieces for Coachella. So I think I have like two outfits that I would need to like only get the basics for and shoes. But like the like statement pieces I got. So I was very excited when I was getting those. So those are kind of like more updates. <laughs> There's always things that happen in my daily life. But because we just don't text every day, I just have to like save them for the podcast. Well, this is good. Do you girls like this? Are these details like so irrelevant to everyone? Because I really was just talking to Kendall as if we were like on a private FaceTime. I kind of forgot I was recording. Yeah, there's there was a lot of moments I forgot we were recording this time as well. We did do a poll one time and they said that they like the weekly recaps. But this is like much more than a weekly recap, obviously. This is like spilling a lot of tea. This is like the full minute details of our life. I know that there's like certain people who appreciate like these catch-ups and they're not getting it anywhere else. So this is this is basically like a weekly vlog. You started sharing something new about your life that you weren't sharing before. Like you're back in the dating world. I'm back in the dating world. Gen- gently. Gently. I mean, I still have to say like I said this recently that my heart does not feel like ready for anything yeah you're not open to a relationship but you're open to seeing people i should say this the fun thing about dating is that you get to have these experiences that you wouldn't have had otherwise and that's what i'm liking about dating right now it's not really like romantic for me at all oh i actually should tell you about the other date i went on i can tell on the pod too did you go on the date with the guy that asked you to go get acai i totally ghosted that guy he asked me to get smoothie bowls on the beach like it's not gonna work out sorry i'm not that type of girl and the neighborhood i live in is like so beachy and chill that like he met me in this neighborhood so he probably thinks that that i'm that kind of girl but i'm so out of character for my neighborhood the other night i wore this like full sequin dress with sequin heels to my date, I went to this like really nice Italian restaurant the night that I slept over before my photo shoot up in LA. And I was, so I was getting dressed here in, in San Diego for it so that I could drive up there and just be in my outfit. So I'm like walking from my house to my car in this full full sequin outfit, fake eyelashes on, like obviously full glam, my Chanel. I got like the sparkly kitten heels on and I'm literally walking to my car and this like guy, my neighbor is like, you look like you're going somewhere. And I was like, yeah, is it that obvious or something? I just like made a joke, but it just is, I look very out of character for my neighborhood. I just don't think that I'm going to find my future guy here. It's a bit too chill for me. The surfer guys are not for me. I don't think they're for you either. Like, even though you like to, you like to hang out with them, they're not like, they're not like husband material really, unless it's like a hobby of them. But if, if they're like, live, pray, surf, like it's not going to work out. Live, pray, surf. Or whatever it is, like, eat, sleep, surf. <laughs> Live, laugh, surf. So you, this guy was flirting with you, and then what? I was painting a picture of me, like, being too glam for this chill San Diego neighborhood that I live in. So what's the other date you went on? There's this guy that I met, like, years ago on a trip, and we made out one of the nights on the trip. This was four years ago. We were barely – you and I, like, weren't really – friends at this time so i made out with him on the trip no big deal but obviously we were like attracted to each other enough to make out on the trip so like we kept in contact we follow each other on instagram and stuff like a year later we got like drinks one night but he lives up in la and i was living in newport so nothing ever happened of it and then i met luke like really closely after so of course i like unfollowed him on instagram all that stuff but then recently he reached out to me like very randomly and was like i want to take you out to dinner we go to this really cute spot in venice It was so fun. And he doesn't drink. Like, he's, like, sober. 
right now. So like we didn't have any wine, but like, so the fact that we were able to have this like fun, giggly, like energy with sober, it was like, so it was like such a sparkly feeling. Oh, wait. So do you have like feelings? I don't think I'm capable of catching feelings right now. And we only went on one date. I was going to say he lives in LA, so it's not going to work out. But the other guy I'm dating lives in LA too. So it's like, that's not an excuse, you know. I can't have two boyfriends in LA. Like, that's too much to handle. Sounds convenient to me. My double life would be even more like, it would be even more LA, like skewing on the LA side, which is just like, not, I can't have that. And I also don't think he's going to try to pursue me because we literally live so far away. So it's like, not really like, it doesn't really make sense for us to like date. I'm obviously not going to like pursue him at all. And I'm not going to get my hopes up or get attached to him. If he wants to see me again, he'll reach out. You're not going to pursue him because he should be doing the pursuing is what you're saying. Because he's a man. Yes. It's, like, scary to, like, feel like you might feel something. This guy, like, literally, I'm, like, haven't responded to. And, like, I was, like, already kind of starting to feel something. But are you ever going to see him again? I mean, if I go back to Aspen, I would see him again for sure. But then outside of that, it would be a long-distance thing. And you're not going to do that. Exactly. Like, it was already a dangerous game to play. I think the problem was that I was physically attracted to him. I was having a lot of fun with him in this, like, make-believe world microdosing on chocolate shrooms and I was like loving my life and I looked hot he looked hot like it was just like I was just like feeling something and it was my birthday so I was like maybe even more like there's more sparkles yeah because I look back and I'm like if we never talked again I don't think I would be upset but like three days ago I was like kind of coming off this like weekend high of like being around him and we had sex like I slept with him on like on my birthday so of course like I'm gonna like feel something like I'm a fucking girl like emotions were kind of like uncalled for we'd been talking for like four days you know and he just said emotions are always valid and he said I know your personality is so outgoing and bold that I got nervous about things going somewhere so quick thinking that you wanted something more when there's so much uncertainty in both our lives but maybe that's just me overthinking And then also not being able to properly express that because with the mix of alcohol and lack of sleep, I wasn't always fully coherent. Yeah, because we were barely sleeping too. I was partying till like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. And then waking up at like 7. It was crazy. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. And then he said, we talked about fears one day and I mentioned rejection. But another one of them after my past relationship is commitment after having put everything out there and then it falling apart. So I just get worried now, which kind of sucks. And I know we're not committing to anything, but just me overthinking. That whole text was just like a lot for me. I just like kind of froze. I didn't know what to say. So I haven't responded. Not that I owe him anything, but that's kind of like what happened. Going on dates with someone where you like, there is a possibility of feeling something. It's like kind of freaky. I don't know. I, I guess, yeah, I'm I'm only able to do transactional things right now. Like, like the Asai guy, like he was cute, but like I'm not gaining anything from that. So it's like, I don't want, I don't care. Right. You're not gaining anything from it because you know that you're not emotionally vested in someone who's suggesting a date like that in the first place. And the experience in itself is nothing that you're overly excited about. So definitely going to be extra picky with where you spend your time and energy. So I think that's totally valid. Okay, girls, we have been spilling way too much tea. I think I spilled way more tea than I probably should have on 
my dating life and my boy status and everything that's going on. I honestly forgot that we were recording an episode. We didn't even get to the topic that we wanted to talk about. So we'll save that for next week. You'll have to let us know your feedback on this episode because it was incredibly candid. As always, we love you girls so much and we appreciate your support. We will see you next week. XOXO, girly girls.